Welcome back to our responses. I uh, just want to remind you that our responses are not correlated with our podcast sessions. So response number five isn't correlated to the podcast ses session number five. That's why we have a title on each of the responses when you find them on, in our library. So you'll know just by topic what we're talking about. This topic is about Adam's niece, my great niece, Melanie Pulaski. A lot of questions about her. We don't have a lot of insight that you don't already have. In some cases, you may have more, but we do have opinions on the situation that we'll share with you. Adam, why don't you go? Well, I know a lot of people have, um, have everybody has their own thoughts about what you know or what you've heard uh, about this situation, but I'll just give you a little background. So my oldest sister, Stacy, um, had Melanie. Uh, Melanie was my first niece, uh, and I grew up just cherishing her and, and loving her. And uh, and as she, uh, as when my sister had passed away, um, she was raised by her dad. And when she was 15, um, she ended up reaching out to me and I was working as a, a radio DJ in Sacramento. And I think at the time she was living in Seattle. And so I reached out to her and we, we started talking back and forth and then um, got her on a plane and had her fly out to see our family. And I got to see her and I took her to a concert and, you know, we hadn't seen her in seven or something like that years. And so um, we had a, a special bond. Um, and uh, she had a really rough going. Um, her mom died when she was little, and her dad, you know, raised her. And um, did she, uh, you know, taken away? I guess from our family for a while. Her dad didn't let any, her see any of us. So I mean, there's there's all kinds of things going on with that. But as far as Melanie goes, um, things that we do know is that since Melanie. Melanie didn't have a mom. Lori was the next thing closest to Melanie's mom. Um, and so uh, Melanie took to Lori. And because Lori went down whatever rabbit hole she went down, um, I think Melanie followed her uh, down this rabbit hole. To what extent, I don't know. Um, I know as much as you guys do that she she moved to Idaho um with alex and Lori, um they all had different apartments but they all lived together um she was driving around with alex um she and some of the texts that came out of that court hearing she had called chad dad so in some way i think that she was sucked in to this craziness that Lori and chad had created this world or whatever um, so, but to what extent, I just don't know exactly how far it's gone or what she knows. Um, and I don't know if we ever will. I don't know, uh, if there's going to be another court hearing with her. And I, I really don't know. I haven't talked to her. Um, so, um, she did invite me to her house, I think last Thanksgiving to go to eat and, um, I didn't make it to her house. Not that I wouldn't want to. I would love to sit in front of her and talk to her. I have a lot of questions I like to ask her. Um, so 
as far as Melanie goes, um, that's where I'm at with Melanie. Okay, very good. Thanks for that. And I've had the chance to talk with Melanie maybe three times since since everything went down. Nothing specific about the case or these situations as more family type topics that we talked about. So Adam and I see the same situations, the same evidence that you see. In my mind, it's a little bit like when the children were first missing and we didn't know for sure. We had some suspicions, suspicions, some ideas that were not positive, and we held out hope that we were wrong. With Melanie, we see what you see. We say, how can she not have been involved? But we hold out hope that she wasn't as involved as she may have been. And we just do not know and don't want to speculate any further in public about what that might look like. At least I would not like to not speculate anymore. Adam, I'll let you uh, have the last word and comment on no, that. No, I, I mean, I I would I have a lot of questions that I would like to ask her. Um, and so maybe I'll get a chance to do that. Um, but with the dynamics of our family, um, I don't know who's comfortable with telling who what. I mean, it's still... I still sometimes don't know if I'm getting the truth from everybody or I don't know if, you know, things make sense to me from what I experienced on my side. So, and I don't know, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like, um, um, everybody can speculate, you know, and if there is a court date, if there is something that's coming up in Arizona and she has to go to court and I don't know, I don't know what we're going to find out. And I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to talk to her before that or not. So hopefully I do. Um, and maybe I can get the answers that, uh, that I want or that I'm looking for. And I only want truth. Uh, I'm not interested in anything else, but the truth. And so, and so, um, if I get a chance to do that, um, I think I, I, I'll be satisfied with, with whatever I, whatever I hear. So as far as Melanie goes, that's what we know as of now. And, um, we'll keep you updated on anything that, that, you know, evolves. Let me ask one other question, Adam, because people are, are bound to wonder this at least. Well, why don't you just pick up the phone call or stop by and ask her these questions? And, I suppose we could find her phone number. We don't live in the same place. Our families are spread out somewhat, but it's not like we can't talk to her. It's just with the family dynamics and without going into detail what that means, that's just not an easy avenue to take. It's not a conversation that you can have. Not that either Adam and I or I have a problem with difficult conversations, it's just being able to create the environment where we can have that conversation is very difficult. So not an easy fix there. If we can find a fix or an avenue of communication where we can have meaningful discussions, we're glad to have that. And yeah, I, 
I totally agree with that. Um, and like I said, it's very, it's just awkward. Everything is awkward right now. And so um, when when it's less awkward or if the right situation happens where we could do that, I don't know if I would want to talk to her on the phone. I feel like I need to be in front of her face to face for me. Um, I need to be able to see and get a response and be able to judge for myself. So if that could happen, um, then um, and timing works out and things happen, that'd be great. And that's all we've got right now on the subject.